Welcome back to another episode of Running Things Considered. We got a great episode for you guys with my co-host Zane. Now Zane, how's how's your job going? How's work going in these tough times? Oh man, I'm like so thankful uh, because on Friday after working 70 hours a week for like three straight months, uh, I got laid off. Oh! But not only that, they offered me that I could be laid off, or this is no joke, that they would give me five thousand free popsicles to sell. That is not well, start a joke. your own business. You say that's you, the American I, dream, I, I right told there. You, didn't I? <laughs> you did? Oh no, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That is uh, that's my life. That's insane. Free pops. Free pops. And yeah, and I, I and I see with uh, that pile in the corner that you did take I the did popsicles, take, but I don't have anywhere to store them. They're they're all melted. They're all melted. So that is if anybody needs melted popsicles, I won't sell you the dairy ones uh, because you'll get sick. But I have some fruit pops that you can refreeze. You got some fruit pops you can refreeze. Yeah. And this is the American dream that Zane is living now. That's right. I'm really glad I bought a house. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On that high note, let's roll the intro. Um, yeah, I did get laid off last Friday. It was kind of a bit of a shock. I have a company car, so um, before this, I, I lived in New York City, so I sold my car before I moved to New York, so now I'm no longer going to have a car. I actually offered my company uh, a sum of money to buy the car from them so they would have some cash on hand in these trying times, but uh, I haven't heard anything back, let's just say that. So uh, I did get laid off, obviously, but I had like one of the best runs of my whole life uh, that day when I got uh, let go, so um, potentially some, some bright spots and some silver linings there, just kind of have the ability to, to chill and think about things, and I put something on Instagram about how I'm how I got laid off and how I'm looking for this kind of specific position. And if you have, uh, you know, any connections or you just want to sh- reshare it on your story, please do so. And like almost 70 people. Re- yeah, I, it was insane. Yeah, so like 70 people reshared it. I actually had uh, Jeff Bezos' company reach out to me. and I Really? Did you know that? No, he never told me. Oh, yeah, they reached out to me. Jeff Bezos rec- himself. Himself. That's pretty sick. Yeah. I guess, you know, Instagram, you know, Game viral is a magical thing. That's right. The good thing it wasn't viral because I would have been Jeff Bezos' uh, vice president. That's right. And that's a little too much stress. Really yeah, I don't need that that's in my life right now. You just, you just bought a house. Don't want to move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. I got to be. Speaking of just buying a house. Home. Yeah. I've I have seen... three pieces of furniture. Let's just start okay, off with let's, that. Let's start off with Zayn's three pieces of furniture. So I, I come in, you know, I'm all, I'm all dripped out because I'm about to play basketball. We. We're about to play basketball. And and so, you know, I do that, whatever. I'm setting up the table to film a podcast. And first thing I do is ram my head into his TV as about as hard as I could. He, he That was uh, a very hard smack. Yeah, so... I thought he broke the TV. Might have done some damage to the TV. And then, and then right after that, to top it off, as we're sitting on the chair, I, I just go to adjust a little bit. And there's like a bar going like right where your feet is. And uh, you can imagine where this is going. I snapped it right in half. <laughs> So I have no bar for my table. There's no bar for his table. <laughs> and we can't find the piece to uh, uh, unscrew it. So yeah, so, uh, and so that's one of, one of so you're, you're uh, I guess, percentage of functional furniture. 33.3% less furniture now. <laughs> now you have 33% but less furniture. But I can furniture. still use it. It's still a table. I just can't put my feet in Well, we're not done with the podcast yet. That's true. I'm on a roll right you now. You are. You told, you told me earlier you wanted to kill somebody So because when you hit your head. Do you oh, remember sh- that? Shut up. Oh. Shut up. <laughs> No, I, um, I did say that. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys could please keep listening, I got I got a couch and a table left. 
Yeah, I have a bed frame. Thing. I have a bed frame upstairs. That's true. Okay, not bad. Not bad. Um, yeah, uh, going forward, we have some... Well, we're trying to get some super, super good guests. We've reached out to a lot of people who we with think... With 100% would, success rate. Yeah, with 100% success rate, uh, who I think would be a really good fit for the podcast. And I think it was just kind of a fun banter, if I can use that word. Um, last time we had Carlos on, so... He was uh, good. And hopefully, since you know we're getting better at this, we're getting better hosts, You know, hopefully from now on, we're going to you know, just absolutely have just just vibes just flowing with these guests which would be absolutely incredible vibes and if there's anybody that you know you guys maybe want to see that's not oh, like yeah. ridiculous like obviously don't say you want Britney Spears in the podcast as bad as I want Britney Spears like who I have seen in person in Hawaii by the way not bad dude yeah she uh she's cool she just burnt she's down cool. she burned <laughs> down her gym with her own candles really yeah i mean dude it's so funny honestly i, I she this, said she could run faster than Usain Bolt. Too. I know it's so yeah. funny. She's on uh, she's on TikTok now, and like literally, oh. if you see her account, it, it looks like a Britney Spears impersonator because you know she she's you know aged a bit because you know she's she's not young anymore, as understandable. You, do you know how old she is? This is this is crazy. I've played this game before. How old do you think Britney Spears is? She's in truly, her forties. Truly, how old do you think she is? Guess forty-five. Okay, hold that thought um, because everybody's like, yeah, she's like old. She's super old. Um, I guess because she she's, was like a baby. She's in her 30s. That's crazy. She's 38. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, she was, I, she was older than I thought. So I thought she was going to be like 33, but... Okay. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, But Anyways. no, it's, it's like so ridiculous because she, uh, she, she just does yoga with her super hot boyfriend. And oh, he just like hottie. lifts her up with her legs yeah. and just kind of throws her around. And that's just like the whole video. It, it's so funny. Uh, and athletic. You know, shout out Britney Spears. She is my life. So She is my life. Um, but if there's anybody you guys, you know, you may follow on YouTube. You may follow on Instagram. You may want to see on the podcast or not see, but maybe hear on the podcast. Then definitely reach out to us, and we will do our best with large sums of popsicles. <laughs> large sums of popsicles. The dairy-free ones, of course. Dairy-free. Fruit only. We're not trying to get you sick. Um, before we go to these questions, I think it's time, because we forget this. I think we've forgotten this for the past maybe 13 episodes yeah, out of 15. Uh, the, the Plug the number to ask us questions ask us crazy questions we like hypotheticals we like random questions it doesn't honestly have to be running related we doesn't. can guide you through relationships if you want that's right the number is 646 talking to the guy 780-9218 because both Zane and I have a lot of dating experience so we can really help you out with that yeah I'm a big dater <laughs> serial dater serial dater um yeah so I think can roll into these this one didn't have a name attached to it so we went ahead, and uh, this is Tess Tickle. From Tess, yep, shout out Tess. Tess Tickle from Arkadelphia, Arkansas. <laughs> and that is a real place, people. I was doing some just geography at about 1.30 in the morning a couple days ago. As, as you do. As I do. And I was seeing <laughs> what's the farthest in Canada you can get and how cold is it right now. So for some reason, I'm just like going west and trying to go north. And then I went west, and I literally landed on Arkadelphia. Arkadelphia. And it's it's supposed to be a place that's like uh, reminiscent of Philadelphia. So that's like a it's like a tourist they thought they would like help bring tourists in. Which, that's how uh, you do it right there. Yeah. So shout out <laughs> yeah. to Tess Tickle. Uh, but yeah, this is a good question. Thank so, you, Miss Tickle. Um, let me pull the exact question up just because 
Because like I was like on, on our notes right here, we just have like a big old list because we yeah. really got excited about this one. So it says, in light of the ten-part Michael Jordan documentary series, what track and field documentary or Thirty for Thirty would you love to see made if you had an unlimited budget as a Hollywood producer? Well, Tess, I do have an unlimited budget as a Hollywood producer, and we're going to talk about what we are right. going to make. And, and and when we were going through this, you know, I mean, there, there's honestly been a decent number. Uh, a fair number of track documentaries already out there with some really interesting stories. So we really did our best to find some that you know maybe maybe people didn't know about, or maybe people just wanted to know more about. And also, I'd like to say I'm having a bit of a brain fart ever since uh, Avery destroyed my house. So um, I'm I wanna, not done yet. I'm not I done. I want to get back. I I promise that I will have some thought in the middle of the night that I'll be like, that's what I should have talked about. So for me, these are going to be preliminary. Yeah, these these are for me too. Okay, cool. Well, we we can maybe talk about some more. Um, but kicking it off, if people don't know about it, there is actually a thirty for thirty um, that came out about a track and field athlete named Ben Johnson. Um, he was a hundred meter athlete who ended up running like something like nine eight after literally being like a ten five guy for quite some time. Um, anyways, it's. Very interesting. It's about doping, and it's about just like the the sprint scene at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you haven't watched it, go watch that. Learn something new about track and field. About Maybe the not the greatest thing to learn about, but um, still interesting. It's up there. Yeah. So what I talked about is we have, we have a couple written down, but um, firstly, uh, there's some, I just wrote down forgotten athletes, and what I mean by that is. Sometimes, uh, especially like I feel like when I was like a freshman in college, senior in high school, there was these guys who were hopping out of the Diamond League scene who would run like 12.55 or like 27.02 for 10K, and then they would literally be done. Like they would run one race. Actually, I was watching um, something last night where this they were like, this guy is going to be the greatest Ethiopian distance runner and then I learned he, he ran like 30 to 15 as like a 14-year-old in a 10K. Jesus. And then that he just like didn't run again. So like I'm, I want to know what happens to these people. Right. Why Where do they, they leave this sport? You know. When there's so much promise and not only that, just like money. Money. Behind that too. Well, that could be it. They may have just made enough money to get out. True. And invest in. Invest in land. Yep. And Tesla or whatever. <laughs> So, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but but yeah, no, and, and that interests me too. And there's also like plenty of high schoolers too, like in in the yeah, states yeah, yeah. that have incredibly promising careers that I, I mean, just maybe don't even go to college and whatnot. Yeah, and I so, can think of like three or four off the top of my head. Yeah, they're all kind yeah, of from the same year. So, um, you know, just just you know, and, and it's not even like in the sport of track and field. I feel like there's plenty of stuff like that. But oh, I mean, sure. it just it's just interesting. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. I just really Motives, like to see like whatnot. where they are and kind of. Yeah, what was behind it all. But, yeah, we don't have to talk about this one. We can... Sure. And so, and, and the next one, I guess, is probably more familiar, and there's been plenty of stories about it. Uh, it's Mary Kane and the Oregon Project. And for me, this is incredibly interesting because it's just, just so much mystery behind... Uh, I mean, Mary Kane's come out about a good bit, but just the Oregon Project in general. Like, it's yeah. it's been around for so many years. Uh, when did it start? I don't I don't even know. And, like, truthfully, like, the I know Alberto, but they, they had... They they have had some things come out that were just kind of like 
a little bit eyebrow raising. Right. And, but for resolved. me, like, I'm not even sure if, like, all that stuff's true. So I really just... Yeah. Because no, it's all just rumor. So I really want to find a documentary revealing, you know, what exactly was a day in the life? What was a year in the Oregon Project? Was, is all the rumors true? Are they not true? You know, yeah. I, I'm just incredibly curious. Yeah, and then just kind of detailing and going through Mary Kane. She's transitioning back into a... Like elite runner, which I think is fantastic. Yeah, that would be living in New York. That'd be and that'd yeah, be a thirty on thirty it, in itself. Yeah, I think so too. Absolutely, because she was the uh, junior world champion in three K from an American, which like literally does never happen. Never happens. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and then kind of just fell off. I think she ran one fifty nine in high school in eight hundred, and then ran she won the U S championship as a freshman. No, not a freshman, but I think it was like the, the first indoor. year in the pro. Yeah. 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 Entry at 424, like yeah. Which is, which is incredible. Yeah. And then um, it just kind of fell off. And so. so I think that would be a great 30 for 30 documentary, especially because yeah, it was recent and the more recent stuff is, the more footage there is Sure. Uh, with it. And then if I had a Hollywood budget, maybe not a documentary, maybe not, um, you know, a 30 for 30, but I'd like to see once a runner be made into a movie if you guys haven't read Once a Runner, I would absolutely suggest it. I think it's a fantastic read, whether you like running or you don't like running. My high school coach gave it to me and said I would run at least a minute faster than the 5K once I finished <laughs> it. He was obviously kidding, but it is it is a hyper-motivating, I guess, and just kind of, uh, I think everyone can sort of relate to the story in one way or another, um, and it's just like kind of uh, a look into distance running at the time. And Absolutely. I think it's super cool. So, again, if you haven't read Once a Runner, I think uh, it's probably the the most hyped literature for distance running ever. So, that would be, that would definitely can be. I agree on that. Have you read it? I haven't. Well, oh. I, well you know, I've, we you can go into read. this. I have read one book in my entire life. And what book is that? Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Is that the first one? I read it last summer. You read it last summer? First book I've ever read in my life. Was it actually? Because well, I'm dyslexic, so reading is just not, not even worth it for me. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm, you know, made it through college, so it's not like a disability. It's just a challenge. But yeah. How did you like Harry Potter? Well, it's a, it's a kid's book, you know. <laughs> I was like yeah, I guess when I was a kid. And I've seen I, mean, the movie I, a bunch I don't of read very much, I will say. Yeah, but no, it, it was just it was just rewarding just be able to finish a book because I, I mean, True. obviously, I've attempted reading a book so many times because you know, middle school, high school, it's like yeah. half half of school is reading books. I've just never been able to do it. Yeah. So no, it was dope. It was dope. So you know, if you're crying, if that's such a beautiful story, uh, I understand. Yeah, Absolutely. that was beautiful. I yeah, am really well uh, said. <laughs> just got through crying. But I, I, I was just looking up Nike Oregon projects. I actually found in 2001, and that, that was honestly way earlier than I than I thought it would be. And like yeah. the athletes, I, I only see like maybe like 20 or 30 athletes throughout that entire time. So that's just kind of crazy. How oh just, really? Yeah, it's just been just like a few small select people that they just wanted to send to the top. Very crazy, or not. Or not sent to the top. But most of then them are close to the top. pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> most of them are pretty solid. Yeah. I think uh, there's there's obviously a ton, a ton, a ton of stories. I think I was I was just watching like the uh, Ineos channel, the YouTube channel, which is like the 159 yeah. project, and they have like a noon running team or something, and they did like, they just profiled a couple athletes uh, Kenyan athletes during their long run. They just talked about like how good a long run is for you, and just kind of went into 
specifics on training a lot. And I mean, there's probably that's so helpful. Yeah, but there's probably a crazy story behind every single one. Of oh, those absolutely. Athletes. So I mean, I think there's kind of like a never-ending cycle on what you can. Because a lot of things that people don't understand about, I guess, East Africa running is this is like their football stars. These yeah. are their soccer stars. Yeah, like, they have a lot of idols you know, to look up to. Yeah, because I guess, you know, Ed, our teammate, he was telling me about when he was a kid going to track meets, like all the distance runners would pull up in their fancy cars, you know, and he would yeah. like idolize them and be like, I want that, you know, I want that to be me, yeah. you know, coming from his, you know, farm and not so fortunate area. So, I mean, I, I think that's so interesting. Yeah. there's, about, there's like, prob- That's the way out. Yeah, there's probably a lot of uh, not American stories that we could tell that would be, much more interesting. much more interesting yeah. but absolutely that's kind of what i was getting when with the blue the, collar athlete, well yeah. that and the foreign athletes uh or sorry the forgotten athletes but most for sure. of those would be foreign for sure um yeah and then for this next question this is from huge ass thank you hugh also didn't Thanks have for calling a, in. didn't have a name associated with it so huge ass is from utah because i thought about the utah jazz that was the first thing that came to my oh, mind. Oh, huge ass. <laughs> so the Utah huge ass. And uh, they asked, if you had to run one mile on the first day of the month, then two miles on the second day, thir- three miles on the third day, and so on and so forth, your mileage for the day matches the date. How long do you think you would be able to make it? Avery has told me that he thinks he could make it an entire month. Physically. I think I physically could do it. How many miles is that in a month? We should An incredible amount. We should have done that. Damn it. Ooh, that last week would have been nuts. Oh, well, let's, let's do some factorials, my guy. Let's do some factorials. I don't think my phone does factorials. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just gonna, literally just going to go just Google Calculator and just run the numbers up. Okay. okay. This is the word. Look at this website. This is what I picked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like, that's like my it's phone like cool calculator. Math cool yeah. Math <laughs> okay. Lemonade stand. Uh, so, so uh, I guess, I guess while, while I do this, uh, so I'm going I'm to talk while doing it. So the reason I think I could do the full month is because, I mean, although that's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, can you do it? I can't multitask. Yeah. I'm just. Um, but anyways, so. The, the, the reason why I think I could go like physically, mentally, I might I might sissy out at some point. But I mean, I've been running pretty much nonstop. I haven't taken a break for the last nine years of my life, going sixty to seventy miles a week. Which obviously this last this last week's gonna be what? So this okay. last ten. Okay, that no, changes no, no. things no, no, a no, no, little bit. No, no, no. This is the last ten days, eleven days. Okay. This went from the twentieth to the thirtieth. Okay. So, so the last 10 days of running would be 306 miles. Yeah. So you divide that by 10. That's 30 miles a day. That doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. I went 20 plus 21. What did I do wrong? Uh, let's try it again. Well, I, 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 we could just do 25 times 10 because it'd average out, right? Well, that's 250. Well, it might be 250 then. For the last week. Yeah, or yeah. for the last 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 250 for the last 10 days, that's ridiculous. I, I wish I had, like, an actual, like, somebody who's actually, like, crushed miles could talk about this. Because, like, just, like, physically, I think I could do it just because, I mean, people do absolutely insane How fast stuff. do you think you'd be able to average for those 250 oh, miles? man. If I'm smart, I'd go, like, 740 pace. Yeah. If I'm smart. But I don't know if I'm that disciplined. Mm-mm. It's and, but also, we can break this up, right? In oh, the yeah. day. 
If I can break it up within the day, that's way more manageable. Yeah, I think it's just getting the miles in. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I'm, like, I've run, you know, I, I haven't really taken more than a two-week break off in the last nine years. So, and, like, I, I'm, I haven't gotten, I've gotten injured once throughout all that. That's unbelievable. So. I get injured once every three days. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in, you know, just, of, I, I figured out my body, so I'm in a, you know, recovery routine for my likeness, which is just all about loose hips for me. So I got loose hips. Loose hips. Loose sink hips. Ships. Loose hips sink ships. That should keeps. that should be your next merchandise. Loose hips sink ships. Yes. That's catchy. It doesn't I don't know what I mean, don't even mean. You don't even know what, you don't know what loose lips sink ships is? No. What's that? During war times? Loose lips sink ships. Yeah, don't Never talk about anything or your our battleships will be Oh. Sunk. Yeah. Loose yeah. lips sink ships. That makes sense. Kind of like intel. Write that down. Loose hips sink ships. And this is why you should hire me. Because we're sinking ships with my hips right here. That's right. It's yeah, incredible. They used to say that in more times. It doesn't even have to mean anything. I think it just sounds fun. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. It means something, Nothing obviously. means anything. I, mean, no, I could call this not. a pizza. That's my phone, and it doesn't matter. No. Words are just I know what you up. mean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I could probably make it to like... The, oh, my God. Okay, so seventeenth day. Seventeenth day. You, you, I think you can. I think you can go farther. Eighteenth day. I can't do more than that, dude. Eighteen in a day, dude. That's nothing. Yeah, but like then the day before I'm running seventeen. The day before that I'm running sixteen. The day before that I'm running fifteen. You know, it's just like. I, 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 yeah, it's gonna eat your lunch eventually. Words don't mean anything, bro. Words don't. Mean <laughs> it's gonna eat your lunch. <laughs> but. But yeah, no, that, that that's a fun one. Uh, I'm not gonna try it. I'll say it right now. I'm no, I'm not gonna try Jeremy it. Jeremy would do it. Jeremy would do it. We can talk him into doing it. Yeah. We had him do a handcuff mile on his 14th mile of the day. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't care. Oh, I want to talk about that workout. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, let me tell you. Let me tell everybody. Everybody, just listen every two seconds. If I run with you every day, I know what shape you're in. Okay, I can do it in my head in less than 10 seconds. Jeremy ran a four-mile tempo today, and then he ran three by 400 with 60 seconds rest afterwards. And he said, guess the splits. Within 30 seconds, I said, 5'10 pace, 66, 64, 60. He said, did you look up my Strava? He said, I ran 5'10 pace, 66, 64, 61. That's magic. That's, I think you should probably go into fortune-telling, bro. I just feel it in my soul. As I'm telling you, you get the visions, bro. Yeah, I'm like Raven. You know, you that's are. so Raven. That is so Raven, dude. It's the future I can see. I really hope our, our audience understands that. I reference. don't know if they will. I think Raven did very well on Instagram no. Live recently, though. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I think she she's had a few reruns for a few years. Do people watch Disney Channel anymore? I mean, don't ask me. You watch Disney Channel. Y'all were watching The Last Airbender when I came that's over That's nostalgic. Today. I wasn't watching it, to be honest, because I don't have the attention span for any media. Is that what that show's called? Well, yeah, After the Last Airbender. Did Is you ever, Did you not watch it? No, dude. Yeah, do you think, oh, I'm, I'm so cool, I'm the same. <laughs> yeah, it's right. I don't watch cartoons. <laughs> I watch Spongebob. I still watch Spongebob. But you have a problem with The Last Airbender? Uh, no. I didn't watch The Last Airbender. Bro, that, that show was Swag City, bro. I'm sure it was, but I was too busy, you know. Yeah, you were busy. Serial dating. Yeah, serial dating. <laughs> 
So um, uh, yeah, and then I'd like to talk briefly just about, you know, I don't want to say that we started this mile trend. I don't want to say that. Well, but, I mean, you you are a fortune teller, so maybe maybe you thought of this trend and and your brainwaves got into. Yeah, I mean, I talked to you about this, and then but I just want to say like you know we did the handcuff mile. It got it did, blew up it blew on TikTok. Up. It blew up. It did very well. Okay. Now all of a sudden people are doing, you know, slowest mile, slowest mile, which basketball dribble mile. Okay, but first the tangent. We got a really, really important tangent right now. What is that? That Zane texted me. Hey, you know what would be? Cra- okay, I'm actually gonna read these texts because it was just that insane. I don't even know what you're gonna say. I how are you? I don't know how you don't know what I'm gonna say. Okay. Okay, come on, come on, Avery, find these. Come on, Avery. Um. Uh, okay, well, you know, okay, so it was, it was about the, your backwards mile. So, so you, you, you were like, so I think I want to attempt, uh, I want to do a slowest mile attempt, but have like a full hype video, do strides and all that. And then literally just me at the starting line and try and run 30 minutes for a mile. And literally two hours later, there was a post on, on city. Did you talk to him before this? No. Cause that was just an idea you had. Yeah. And then literally two hours later, what was it, Molly Seidel? Oh, yeah, she ran 56 minutes for she No, ran, 36. She ran 36 minutes for a mile. So you had this idea of like, oh, let's hype this up. This is going to be a cool original thing. And then like, as you said it, it becomes like the, a humongous trend yeah. like two hours okay. later. let me talk to you briefly about that. Uh, I posted this video on TikTok, did very horribly, okay? Um, then I saw somebody else do it, the OnlyFans thing. But theirs was way worse, was way less better, you know, whatever. 100,000 likes. Unbelievable. I People are just looking at my, you know, I'm just you're like, just, you're just, I just, I'm a martyr, you know, I you take, I take the, the blame and then everybody <laughs> does what they want to do. You're just the, the intellectual content. Exactly. Bank. But the slow mile challenge, I will say I waited in line for food, uh, for like 45 minutes last weekend and it had me cracking up. David Melly, he posted a video on Sidious Mag, or they posted his video, of him running like 19 minutes in a mile, but they just had him crossing the street, just a video, just stand, a still shot, and I started crying. It was I laughed so hard. Just thinking about seeing somebody doing that down the road, especially somebody like Molly Seidel, who just made the Olympic team <laughs> yeah. in the marathon, who was running on the track and was getting like violently passed by walkers. And they're probably like, wow, this person... Has no idea what they're doing. They're so out of shape. It, 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 uh, uh, getting filmed the whole time. And getting filmed. Like, I wonder what they're... Yeah. I mean, it, it had me laughing so hard. I am i hadn't laughed that hard in a long time. But then the basketball mile uh, was Dylan Sorensen, who I think is the UNC coach is now. Is that the former Stanford coach? No. He was a former Georgetown athlete, and he was actually mm. on my visit. Well, he was there when I was on my visit, so I, I met him. I definitely don't remember me, but... Um, yeah, he ran at Georgetown, and he ran 4:37 while dribbling a basketball on a on a concrete track. And that was pretty good because I know Nick Simmons did it, but he was like double dribbling left and right. Oh, really? Yeah, he would just like push the ball up and it would just bounce. What did oh, he that's run? Not double dribbling, no, but. what did he run? He is such a clickbaiter. Like 5:30. I saw him trying to run a mile and on bionic legs last week or something. Did you see that? Yeah. What, he make it like three? He kept falling. Yeah, he fell. But that was the video. It was him falling though? That's why people click on it. People, people, people. But I mean, honestly, I've I've never seen a career of someone two-time Olympian just pivot (laughs) as hard as you can to be just like a bad athlete. 
just like the stereotypical YouTuber. Yeah, like, I mean, I think he's probably done a pretty good job with it. He's been killing it. No, he, he's he's going to be a two-time uh, YouTube. I don't know where I'm going with this, but he, he's, he's going to be a two-time well YouTube. YouTuber. Yeah, he's going to be a two-time YouTuber. <laughs> but um, but yeah, no, I I, I I mean, although you know his methods are cringy a lot of the times, you know sometimes that's what you got to do. He, but I will say he has been doing this for a long time. He did want to advertise on track and field. He put his... I don't know if I've talked but about But they weren't before. goofy. It was just Q&As. No, and no, like, it wasn't even that. Oh. It was... He auctioned off his arm during the Olympic trials uh, on eBay and said, I'll put your Twitter handle on my arm. Like, yeah, company. And somebody paid like $10,000 to put it on his arm. Yeah. So, I mean, he's been trying to promote, like... Just promote the sport he, yeah, for a long time. Yeah, he's, he's done a good job guy. doing that. No, absolutely. But some stuff now, I'm like, okay. But... Either way, make your money, eat your run gum, whatever. Running your. I forgot that legs. he actually won a medal at the world championships. Yeah, third, right? Yeah, and like this yeah, is the year after one. Yeah, he got passing. He's really he got passing the last like two years. Oh yeah, he's running like one forty two. Yeah, and and he's like consistent too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know some years, like I think there there was like some reason why like there was like it was like an off world year. And like something, and like there weren't really any big meets, uh, and you know to keep his bonus, he had to run, he had to PR, which at that time was going like one forty three one, and so he found like the fastest track in like Spain or whatever, and like had a pacer, and literally just to get that bonus, like he ran like one forty one forty three one, oh like really? not much competition, which is like that's impressive. Wow. So I like stories like that. There's a story that I just learned about pre. Mm-hmm. That sh- this should be a. Freaking movie. This should be a movie. I mean, Pre has a lot of movies. But. He does. He. There was a meet at Hayward. Mm-hmm. Or during a football game or something. And they were going to like run a mile. It got canceled. Pre did it by himself. And ran 359. That's badass, dude. Yeah, like in front of all these fans. Just because he. They wanted. They came there to see him, obviously. And, that, and that's what. That's honestly. That's, that's what makes him such a valuable athlete is because he can put on the performance and I feel like that's also what a lot of you know pro track and field athletes you know are kind of missing is that it's it's not about winning well it is about winning obviously but I feel like you know there's a lot of value in just showmanship sure and just being able to you know entertain which is also why Usain Bolt is he's probably way more famous than he would have been just because he was just such an icon had his thing going, would always celebrate, you know, and meet all the fans after every single race. Yeah. And he wasn't like some of these, you know, athletes who are, you know, have world records and whatnot who finish and are like, all right, cool, yay, yay, fly, 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 and they just leave. Yeah. You know, so I think showmanship's important. And also, you know, I, I could go into this forever, but uh, yeah. I think that was a. I, th- I think, I think one, one last thing is we want to talk about uh, sponsors a little bit. Sure. So, um, I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but it truly, if there is anybody who is interested in, in getting this podcast sponsored, or if you just want like a promo code, Avery and I have talked about doing something yeah. like that before, um, just to kind of start that relationship off, then that is totally doable. And um, if there's any brands that you guys think that would like kind of fit that mold, we don't want to like you know, promote anything that just obviously does not make sense, like a freaking... Uh, hand dryer. Like a hand dryer. I don't know dryer. why that was the first random thing that came to my mind, but I'm kind of I was thinking that. children's book, because I have one right there. You do have a children's book right there. <laughs> That's your book, right? There's actually something about track at the end, and I'll make it. 
I'll make it the lat. It's going to be the uh, outro okay. of the podcast. Okay. But yes, um, if there's any uh, brands that you think would make sense for the the podcast, we're absolutely open to doing that. Um, I think personally, I am the greatest sponsor reader of all time, and that this podcast could potentially um, bolster whether it's your event, your project, your brand, your food, your shoe, whatever it is. Um, I think I can, and Avery can do a good job with uh, getting our point and your point across and maybe making it a little funny too. And I will end it on this. So this book is called She Persisted, written by Chelsea Clinton, okay? I bought this book for my one-year-old goddaughter who I didn't get to go to her birthday because my flight got canceled and I live in Los Angeles. But this is all about women throughout history who have overcome obstacles and nevertheless they persisted so here we go when as a kid florence griffith joiner visited her father he would urge her to run fast as a jackrabbit she persisted in believing she could and at the 1988 summer olympics became the fastest woman ever there we go Wow. That was it. She this persisted. Is a, this is a children's book, so this is, doesn't go in uh, very detail. Um, but for just, a one-year-old, I think that'd be inspiring. It, I think it's a little too much for a one-year-old. But it says, <laughs> when anyone tells me I can't do anything, I'm just not listening anymore. And it has her holding the flag with the Olympic medal. And there's, there's some jackrabbit just oh, eating I her just dust. Oh, I just noticed a track. It's pretty good. It's a good detail. Interesting. Look at well, that. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. And call in the number 646-780-9218. What is it? Crap. 646-780-9218. That's Bang. right. Come from a land down under